Ladies, gentlemen, and friends, it's Slam Your Ex Poetry. I'm Addie DeVelvis, and I am desperately asking if someone out there thinks that I'm cool. I was going to say it's good to hear from you all, but you're all hearing from me, so I'm not going to say that, even though I already did. Um, it's good to be talking to your beautiful ear holes on this lovely day, morning, or evening. So this is our fourth episode, and even though I am deeply grateful to any and all of you that have listened to anything I have put on the internet, the theme of this episode is rage. I'm not mad at you. I'm just mad in general. I promise. Again, thank you for listening or tweeting about the show or reviewing us on iTunes or following us on Spotify or submitting something to Curious Cat. How many other ways can you reach out to us? Oh, email or submitting poetry over email, which has happened. Got some of those in this podcast. Um, all of our handles are slam your ex. That's Twitter, Instagram, our email is slammerx at gmail.com. We try to be as available as possible, and I'm desperate for your attention. So let's read a haiku or two. One. A knock on the door. You have no apology, only a coming out. Two. Voices of children. Your arrogance is stolen. Arrogant, useless. Three, your hair a thirst trap. Every Snapchat is a test. Please, sir, ask me out. Four, I can take it all. Spotlight on my dying parts. They all do this too. Five, you narrow your pool so you hear what you want to. You're a clown ass fool. Six, I know who you are well enough to avoid you. I don't have to fight. Seven. Learn to sit down, man. Detach my jaw, eat you whole. I am not your friend. Eight. Every time, it's you. The focus of every word. Give me anything. Nine. I just can't respond. Ask me to kneel at your feet. Who am I again? 10. Was I that special? Others treated much the same. Let me be different. 11. We both toyed then. You were the one who finished, but we both fucked up. 12. You just had to say, Babe, could you please brush your teeth? Why belittle me? 13. You dance in my past, like the memory of storms flooding thirsty plains. 14. A mature partner. The charm slips to radical. We overlooked life. 15. A sensitive lover. You waited till I approached, but laid seeds before. And that was a haiku or two, or 15. Yeah, I actually counted this time, and I kept counting instead of going back and saying numbers because I'd forgotten where I was. Ha! That's growth. Okay, so it's time. Wait, no, I can't start with it's time. I just have to say, let's edit Reddit. Transitions are hard, gang. And every time I do this, it feels like it's the first time I'm doing this. I just stare into this big, shiny, unforgiving silver eye that is my microphone. Vaguely phallic.
Speaking of things that are vaguely phallic, let's actually edit Reddit. Nico is here, as always. Hey! I am messing around with the structure of how I do this show because it is ill-defined at best, and I figured that I would do my own Let's Edit Reddit portion like I did in the first episode because you know what you all need more of? My opinion. All right, so let's see. I pulled up a couple Reddit headlines that seemed irritating. Which one's best for just me? Ooh, okay. I can't stand someone in my group of friends. And I also happen to live with her. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. Been there. Talking. I literally was complaining about an old roommate like 20 minutes ago. That's how I learned to work a router. Because she would change the Wi-Fi password, but it was my Wi-Fi. So I had to change the Wi-Fi password. It's not yours to change. I get to do it. Did it matter? No. However, let's get a grip on the situation. Roommate... Part of the same friendship group, two years of friends. Ooh, okay, this is first paragraph and this person is already like mega bitter. She insisted on coming to live with me when my old roommate moved out. Well, I mean, so would I. I would love a place to live that's not where I'm living with someone that I knew. I don't think you can really say she insisted. Um, Things were okay at first. She was nitpicky about the house. Oh boy, there we go. Problems started when the OP began dating a guy from the friendship group. It bothered her apparently not because she liked him he's not her type at all but because now me and him were spending more time alone without her drama 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 she's been with a boyfriend for a year now the roommate still insists on being part of the friendship group yet refuses to support and or acknowledge your relationship how do you need a friend to acknowledge or support your relationship what do you what do you need from her specifically like i mean like do you walk into a room together and she looks away pointedly like i don't understand how that works or does she do you just feel like she's not identifying you enough as a couple or is she jealous because it sounds like she's jealous but then the whole are freaking half of this issue which i don't know how we get through like six paragraphs six paragraphs complaining about little stuff before we get to what actually matters here which is they have a group chat and her roommate has a controversial way of speaking being that she is bigoted against gay people and a friend group of mostly gay people what what do you want us to do? We can't fix her for you. You made a bad friend, dude. You gotta you gotta move out or move on or just never speak to your roommate again and just keep resentfully changing the Wi-Fi password. There really isn't a solution for roommate problems. You just you just have to move out. Like you could hope that they die or that they move out first. But you shouldn't help them die. But I guess you could help them move out first. <laughs> But also, like, don't make friends with people that suck and then be surprised when they suck in more ways than one. It's like, oh, well, she thinks that people shouldn't be allowed to love who they love, but she cleans the apartment, so I guess she's an average person. No. No. She sucks in this way, and she'll suck in more later. You have a shitty roommate, and there's not much you can do about it, but move. I'm so sorry for your loss. I've been there. It sucks. Sorry. So, Nico is not just here for emotional support, even though that's his main talent. Okay. <laughs> you have lots of talent. It's okay. I would I would consider emotional support being, like, fairly close to my main talent. Are you ready to edit Reddit with me? Yeah, sure. Sounds great. Mm, I gotta take a headline that'll piss you off more. All right. So, here we go. My boyfriend of one and a half years and I went to a music festival together and he suddenly started acting rude and mean. They're both 26, um, and they are a heterosexual couple. Let's see. She's been with him for a year and a half. 
They always say this in the the second sentence of these is always, we have a good relationship except for this. And I'm like, I don't Ex- know. You have a good relationship except I'm going to post on Reddit and ask you guys if I'm doing a good job. Yeah, like, I feel like the Reddit posts where they actually are in a good relationship are usually very different from, he's mean to me. You started with me hating him. Uh, this playful teasing. Compared to him, she feels more naive and shy because she's introverted doesn't have some of the social experience other people have at her age. They went to a music festival together. First problem, music festivals on a whole are bad. I don't get it. I don't, why do you want to stand outside for like five hours? Yeah, I get Mumford and Sons is going, but also you're standing outside for five hours with a whole bunch of sweaty people and I just don't get it. He suddenly just started acting different. He started getting weird on the way there. It was a long bus drive. He's a tall guy and he spread out so much that she couldn't sit on her seat and she was cramping. And then when she asked him to move, he was mad. Oh God, she's dating a baby. Yeah, he's he's rude and snide her at the concert. They met new people and they were smoking weed with them. Um, and he like starts mocking her. Like, oh, you're wasting their weed. You know how to do it. Apparently she burned her thumb and he like made, made fun of her for it. And then when she finally asked him like, hey, are you in a bad mood? Like what's going on? He was like, no, I'm not, you suck. Nah. And there are, like, more details to this, and I guess you could call them relevant, but they're stupid. This sounds like someone's just dating a baby? Like a big, a big man-spreading baby. Oh, God, yeah, and, like, that little switch, that's what always gets me. It's out of nowhere, and you can just feel it all of a sudden, someone just, like, they're dating you, but they hate you. Mm. I've had this happen. I was living with someone, and I woke up one day, and I was like, they hate me. He hates me. And told myself I was being crazy and overreacting and just be patient. He's grumpy. No, 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 no. He was just done. He just got done. People just get done. Also, sometimes people that feel so comfortable in a relationship, like, especially if you say that you had a good relationship, it may be perceived that good relationship because that was all the time that he needed to take to, like, feel comfy and be like, all right, well, now that we're in this bit, I'm gonna be a dick. That is a, that's a hot pessimistic take. I mean, to be fair, I have, I've done the, the hate you switch and, and it's something like I've hated, I've stayed in relationships for way too long because I was like, all of a sudden I was like, I don't feel like this towards them anymore. And then instead of being like, I'm so sorry, I don't feel romantically towards you anymore. I have to end this relationship. It was like, I'm just not going to talk to them and like avoid and have some space. And then when I have some space, I'll come to my senses and I'll like them again. And that's not how anything works. So that didn't work. And then when I'd see them, they would irritate me really easily. And sometimes I would do stuff that's mean. I'm obviously not the nicest. But I think that where he crosses the line is how he talks to her in front of other people, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that really shows a level of disrespect that's just at a special point. Right, and like, maybe I'm antiquated, but when you're dating someone, aren't they're yours, right? You stick to claim. You gave her your jacket. She's pinned. She's, you know... I mean, they're not an extension of you, but they're an extension of your public self. They're someone that you have claimed. This is my girlfriend. This is my boyfriend. So when you mock them and, like, isolate them publicly and socially, that, like, that just, oh, that bugs me so much because it's just, like, the one person that you're supposed to be, like, claiming Mm. and you throw them to the wolves. I just feel like the answer to so many of these Reddit questions is, you're not crazy, you're right, please run. Yeah. So what, you just think that's acceptable way to treat her yeah that's that's a big warning sign Mm. yeah so don't go to music festivals don't bring your child ass boyfriend to music festivals potential option three dump your child ass boyfriend oh also that 
All right, so we're going to continue editing Reddit and telling strangers what to do because we're not going to follow our own advice. And Desi is joining me for this one. Hello. It's Desi. Ahoy. Get a load of that boy. It's me. Okay, um, we're going to go to Am I the Asshole to start this one because this episode's about rage and... This is the easiest subreddit to rage on, usually. All right, so this prompt is, will I be the asshole if I don't let my daughter put a lock on her door? First off, off the title, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it, it doesn't aim heavily in your favor initially, I gotta say. Like, not even, like, I feel like asshole might not even be the right word, because, like, you just might be a little clueless about what exactly you're doing here. Um, okay, let's see. Details. Daughter, recently turned 16. Oh, God. Just let her lock her door. She's 16. She needs to masturbate. Um, for a couple months now, she's been constantly asking for a lock to be put on her door to keep her brother out who barges into her room. Like, yeah. I have two sisters, and if I couldn't lock my door, like my older sister, whose lock was broken on her door, bless her heart, I'd be almost as crazy as she is. Hey, love you. I mean, in jest, I love you. <laughs> I am just as crazy as you are. I'm gonna get in trouble for this. Um, uh, any more details? To quote, I don't like the secrecy of her locking herself in her room, and I'm worried she's trying to hide something from me. Dot, dot, dot. I admit that I've forgotten to knock sometimes. But other than that, I see no reason why she'd need... That is the reason why she'd need a lock. She's 16. There's a part of me that's like, this is very important because she's a 16-year-old girl, and like... Frankly, I remember being a kid and like there being big parties in my house and being a girl and you know Being a little bit past where puberty started and there were a lot of drunk men in my house And I needed to be able to lock my door. Dads don't think about that shit. A locked door is a hazard in case of fire though mm. I mean minimal. Yeah, buy a fire ladder for one <laughs> What am I? I'm just like fireproofing the bedroom now great nylon curtains are bad. Were you scarred by that like fire truck thing that came in? They had the mobile home and they brought it to your school and you had to like sit in it and they made a fake fire happen in the mobile home? Because they did that for like four years in elementary school for me. I don't remember me. that. I remember like the drunk goggles they made us ride like the four wheeler with. In or elementary school? I think so. Or no, it was like middle school maybe. You got to. Oh yeah, see that makes. A go kart? That's way more fun than almost burning alive. <laughs> Sorry, that was quite a tangent. We're good at that. Mm -hmm. Um. The way I see it, it's my house, and I'm simply unwilling to have any locks put in anywhere. Do you want to walk in on your daughter masturbating? Do you want to walk in on your naked 16-year-old daughter? Give her a lock. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a father, so... Oh, word? Yeah. Um, as, as far as I know. But, I mean, if it's something that is important to your child, especially as simple as replacing a lock, like, the benefit is worth having the lock in place. I mean, it would take you all of, like... $10 in 15 minutes to put a lock on a door. She'll buy her own lock. And if it's like that big a deal, you could just have a key. Yeah, yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah, I just feel like so many of these like parent kid things are just like, am I, am I an asshole if I refuse to trust my child? And it's like, dude. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like, how is she supposed to trust you? If you set yourselves up as like a warden and a prisoner mm -hmm. kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Makes them all sneaky. Were you a sneaky kid? Ah, uh, no. No, I don't think so. I mean, I was, like, always outdoors, so. Mm. I was also outdoors a lot, but I also was obsessed with sneaking out of my house. Because, mm. like, I was on the second floor, and there was, like, a certain roof, and the bathroom can get through it, and, like, I found the place on the roof that's, like, safe as a jump off, and I jumped and rolled. And I wouldn't Spend go anywhere because I didn't have anything cool to do. <laughs> and, I mean, you did it. <laughs> i just jump off a building onto another building and do a little roll, but, I mean, I didn't have anything else cool to do. We weren't good at raging at this because it was too obvious, but she's going to rage at you if you don't let her lock her door. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't see that ending well. Yeah, no. I just, I, 
I genuinely see him walking in on her, do like, yeah, she's going to be doing something that you don't want her to be doing, but it's just like, you're going to be the asshole <laughs> no yeah. matter what happens in this. Will I be the asshole? Yes. At that point, absolutely. It will only, the, the possibilities only get worse from not having a lock. <sighs> do you know what it is an excellent time for? It is an excellent time for some angst and sex. I'm really excited about this one because I've got some work in here that I think is pretty cool. I've got some anonymous submissions that I also think are really cool. And um, it's finally becoming more of a mix, which is nice when it's not mostly me, because that's a lot of emotional nudity. Though really, what is this but emotional streaking? Let's emotionally streak to our first poem. This piece is called Volcanoes Get Lonely Too. I don't understand when we became an island, when we stopped running, pushed our blazing roots into the earth. I noticed when you stopped burning, though, when you became mist above me and I was to be grateful when or if you chose to rain. I don't know how you could have known me in a blaze and to think I could sleep happily here, never moving, never changing, grateful of visitors. I know I could never be happy with only sea spray, with captured glimmers of maybes too far from your approval. I cannot pretend you did this alone, but you helped and you asked for it, and you let me put on robes that held me down until the thread gave way to rot and stone and wrapped around me like a shield and a sore. But I know what I am, and I fear you soon will too. For you can pour all the water you like on a fire, but at this point, it only builds the pressure higher. Our next piece is untitled. Hate pours from thy mouth, as blood from an open wound, you arrogant little fuck. As you foster a place where goodness and reason remain absent, and discontent reigns with a haze, causing nausea and despair in equal doses, the gods of myth should strike you down, lower than dirt shall you lie. Let no sun or rain find you, you discouraging little prick of a troll. May your reign be short-lived and your power become impotent in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Fuck You. This one is also untitled. Don't you care that you owe me thanks? that I'm still here for your own sake. You say so often that you'll break that there's no way to say what I need to. I have worked so hard to be in your world, and it's not all that nice, the map you unfurled. Is there even a word that you haven't swirled into something that you can say no to? I hate all the poison that I swallow down because you don't have that much guilt to carry around, but if you have a kingdom, then I have a town. If I matter, what am I to do? I hate that I'm down to my usual choice, to sit here and swallow my blistering noise. I have to be lonely or leave it unvoiced, but I don't know if the answer is you. Ooh, okay, I wrote this one. It's called Won't Saddle Medusa With You, and it's about an administrator that I hate from my high school, so this is a very healthy long-term grudge. Waiting for the scales to rise under your cheek as you hate me and blame me for not being meek. You're not the first tyrant that I've met this week, but you've won for most torturous hour. 
Your flesh rises like sunburn while you hiss through your teeth. If you shout loud enough, then no one can speak. You're not doing too well to hide what's beneath, shrinking away with one laugh at your power. You stole from me. From my goals and my time, you tarnished glory that would have been mine because you thought I wouldn't see. My instinct is to call you a viper, but that's unfair to snakes. There are crumbs of authority you desperately ate. You skewered my plans, and then for your pride's sake, you set children to burn on your pyre. Our minds and our futures aren't in our control. That's the only lesson that lives in your soul. You're a wound, and the poison that went in it may eat the girl as she leaves your pit, but she's already out of your tomb. This piece is titled, Like the Movies. I want a relationship like the movies. They don't show the long wait for a call, for a text, for a message. Just a simple montage of sad, pretty people looking introspective, getting advice, and finally resolution. They may show you, the protagonist, sulking, eyes red, leaking, but it is okay because we know things will get better. Both sides learning happily ever after, fade to black, credits roll, never toying with the possibility things won't end well. That both parties will be alone. Medium shot of protagonist discontent. Fade to black, credits roll. I want a relationship like the movies, where everything happens in a clean hour 45. Not a moment leading to time, leading to ambiguity, just simple, clean, and nuanced. No confusion. No complexity, no coulda, woulda, shoulda, or any lingering regrets. Give me a script, a screenplay, a fucking list of spoilers because I can't stand the wait. There's more than a ticket invested. So that has been our collection of angst and sex for the week. I'm really kind of pumped that even though our theme is rage, quote unquote, we're kind of dealing more with our relationship to it as opposed to just feeling mad. Because I'm already good at feeling mad. Like, I don't need to talk to you guys about if I can be angry or not. Because I got that in the bag. So, last week, last two weeks, last last time when we did invasive questions, I was just invasive. And um, you guys kind of just felt like I wasn't even that harsh. But you did spend like two or three weeks stressing out about it. I'd say it's a fair estimate. I gave them... The opportunity to do the same to me, except for since I don't have anything valuable to say about relationships, I'm here to talk about rage, baby. All right, sharks attack. I am I am chum, and we are chums. That's a chum for the chums. Yeah, yeah. If you could challenge any of your previous exes to a boxing match, and you don't have to say their names or anything, we'll know. Just describe them, yeah. <sighs> okay, I have some follow-up questions. Okay. <laughs> Am I aiming to win this fight, or is it about getting the rage out? Uh, I mean, I think that is a, a personal journey. Okay, fair. Um, it'd be the guy that I was kind of in, I was deeply in love with from when I was like 16 to when I like went to college. But I knew him for a little bit longer than that, and I was never not obsessed with him. He was really hot when I was obsessed, but he's in love and happy like most of my exes. Let's not get into that. Um, and his hair's turning clear, and I feel like I would decisively beat him in a fight. But I also kind of feel like he doesn't fully deserve that because I already made him cry on the sidewalk. And we're pretty chill now. Like, we've helped each other out professionally and stuff, and we're pretty friendly. I just think I would definitely win a fight. Yeah? 
That's fair, yeah. Um, and then, okay, rage-wise, who do I want to fight the most? My uh, most recent ex that is engaged, but it sucks because I actually think he would beat me in that fight. I don't I don't like admitting that, but he'd beat me. <sighs> He's a squirrely little motherfucker, and he'd wrestle me down, and he'd win, and I'd, well, I would fuck him up. This is a boxing match. Yeah. There it's is a, that. I did oh. say boxing match, I guess, yeah. And I boxed. <laughs> I forgot it was a bo- Oh, well, then I'd... Beat his ass. That one. I picked that one. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> what is the smallest thing you can think of that will set you off? Well, there's a there's a vague answer and there's like a specific example answer sort of. Because like sometimes something will set me off and I'm like, oh, that's a new surprising detail about me. But it always falls under the umbrella of just like casual disrespect for your fucking partner. Making jokes about them in front of other people, you know, like casual put downs. Honestly, I understand being in a fight and being upset and doing something cruel or like, like it heightened emotions, but I, there's just something so debilitating about when someone is just like casually doesn't give a fuck about you and you're like, we made a commitment to matter to each other. And the second they're like, eh, I'm just like, like, oh man, I get so angry and it gets really hard for me to respect a partner that I don't feel like respects me. Do you think anybody has ever loved you that you're not related to? God! Um, ow, my feelings are hurt. Um, that's exactly what I told you to do, and now I regret it. I think platonically, definitely. That's something I, I, I feel like, yes, there are definitely, like, people who are in my life that are friends that, like, definitely there is, like, deep love there. And sometimes, to me, that's maybe more important. Romantic love is weird. Like... There are people that I felt like I loved, 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 and then it was gone with little to no warning. And so did I love them? Is that what love is? Probably not. But also, like, just judging from how a lot of my romantic relationships have ended, um, I feel like whether or not they uh, said they loved me or loved me, they, they didn't fully understand the level of mutual respect that involved. So I, I don't know. I really don't know. That kind of haunts me, actually. Because everyone says it, and it's like, that is so easy not to trust. I've got a thing about that. What don't I have a thing about? Um, what don't I have a thing about? So I'm going to go into a different <laughs> subject now. Nico let's, feels let's, uncomfortable. Let's go into, I mean, like, rage is a pretty general topic. Mm-hmm. Are there any fashion choices that immediately make you want to punch someone? <sighs> Those t-shirts, those like Confederate t-shirts, the ones you get at those weird like touristy biker places, and they just say something nasty and offensive. And it's like, oh, it's nasty, it's offensive. Confederate fly t-shirts piss me off immediately. T-shirts with like those weird like, oh, it's a funny sexist statement, it's 2001. Those, those. Unless your clothing has a goal to affect other people, I don't think I really care that much. What is the most frustrating thing that has ever happened to you in The Sims? Um, well, I am playing the 100 Babies Challenge, but I'm really good at it. I'm still on my original Sim, and I hit 40 babies. 40. But, okay, the story of the most frustrating thing that happened to my Sims, it was, uh, I have a dynasty where, like, I've been making, like, it's, it's a family I care a lot about, and I'll cheat on them. I don't care. It's about the story. And they're all very hot. And I was having a wedding for one of my favorites, and I invited all my family, of course, which at this point is, like... 30 sims almost. What happened this time was that I had a wedding at like the chateau that had a ghost in it and I forgot that I'd fucked that ghost. And then during my wedding, the ghost was really mad at me every time I kissed my husband and she, I kept fighting with the ghost. And then when I like zoomed out, all of a sudden my grandma was dying. 
because I forgot that I made my grandmother into a vampire because I just wasn't okay with her dying because I was really attached and I forgot about it and then she was in the sun and died and I had to stop my own wedding to beg with the Grim Reaper not to kill my grandmother and like I didn't even get a gold in the event. So I didn't get the reward. This sounds like the strangest reboot of Bly's spirit that I've ever heard of. <laughs> I love The Sims so much, that's all. It's time for some man versus self. Our first piece in this category is called Dark Cloud. I saw a dark cloud over us. Impending rain, making static air. Pretending the sky was blue, but you saw it too. We could have found shelter in just saying goodbye, but we put on our sunglasses and looked at the ground. The weatherman friend shouted, Go! Get inside! It is storming! And I knew, but I didn't want to hurt the rain's feelings. When the seal finally broke and the sky opened up, you looked at me with a wet face, but I was in the sky looking down because I was the dark cloud. This piece is called Self-Inflammation. There lies a smoldering ember deep in the middle of my chest, filling me up with smoke, choking up my rationale and well-being, in dire need of a venting. And then, in dire times, another bursts forth, and a third, and a fourth, fifth, tenth. I am more smoke than person, my new form as loose as the anger that got me to stoke the fire. This piece is called Glass All Over My House. How do you end something that never began? Do you cut it off straight? Pretend it never happened? Lock it up and push it away? Not me! No, I'll replay and reword and rethink every single thing you ever did or said. I'll cut it up into tiny pieces and spread it out on my table. I'll take a magnifier to the glances and the touches. I'll repaint the pieces I don't like to fit my puzzle. I'll exacto the shit out of those edges until your actions fit together to make sense. I'll make a picture that doesn't match the box. But when I step back and look, that puzzle is glass pieces. Not the shattered kind that slices you clean. No, this is that crumbly shit that gets under your skin and digs its way in. I feel it all the time. Not because you still matter, but because the time I wasted on that puzzle is time I will never get back. And there's glass all over my house. And we have one more poem in this section, and it is called Monarch. There's a princess in a tower, and she's beautiful bar none. But she wastes her every hour, and it isn't even fun. When you're a princess, praise is showered, though you could be anyone. For there's praise to be devoured, you're on the wrong side of the gun. But you're a princess. Fuck the tower. It could all just be undone. You've a crown, so wear the power. Dare them to stop you when you run. You're the princess. You choose the hour to dash their hopes that you'd be one. Just a vessel to be devoured, to give and shelter all their sons. You can't rule your kingdom from a tower. Run, princess, run. I like that reading a lot, but there's also a very loud cicada at one point, to which I just have to say, we're in a different recording spot, so, um, you try blocking out cicada noise, because it is impossible. 
Cicadas aside, some good poetry. Gang, we been done mad, y'all. Gang, we been done mad. We done been the madding. We're done with being mad. I'm going to do some poetry off the cuff. Oh, I should tell you guys how I'm doing this this time. Because it's different. Because I'm always doing a different kind of prompt. This was Nico's idea. Um, he pulled up a random image generator. And frankly, I don't know what the... What... What just came up on this computer screen? But... You know, it's evocative. I can work with this. Let's, let's crank off some haikus. Um... Slime. Slimy. Friggin' gross. This is friggin' gross. This is friggin' gross. I like that. Let's roll with that. Uh, this is freaking gross. Invasive. Always growing. This is freaking gross. Invasive. Always growing. Parasite. You're a parasite. You're a parasite. Yeah. Yeah. This is freaking gross. Invasive. Always growing. You're a parasite. And I still stayed angry. Look at that. I got skills. Anger skills. Check one more. This looks like a shop for Chernobyl. Eerie lit wasteland. Eerie lit wasteland. No, I mean, could it be eerily lit? Eerie, eerie light wasteland. You know, like how those like pretty haikus have commas in the middle and it's supposed to be like provocative. Eerie light wasteland. We still can help each other. We still can help each other in the growing mist. Eerie light wasteland. We still can help each other in the growing mist. Ha. So thank you guys for joining and listening along. As always, your support means the world because I'm desperate for attention. Um, please, 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 please uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram at slam your ex that's u-r-e-x because we're hip and cool you can also send in submissions through links you can find on our instagram or twitter and our email account is also slam your ex at gmail.com if you like this show please review it because again i love attention i'm gonna keep circling back attention pay attention to me please review this tell your friends tweet us or hashtag slam your ex i appreciate you guys i hope you don't get as mad as me this week <laughs>